Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we're going to be going over some of the recent news and posts. Some interesting things have happened and of course our holiday event has got announced, so we got to cover what the rewards are like for that, you know, you know. But there's also a very exciting event taking place that is run by the Final Fantasy XIV community itself and it's taking place December 30th and 31st, but there will be more about that in the creative community of Final Fantasy XIV in general coming during the show. I am one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pope of course, joining me is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka you, my boy Blue. How you doing? Right. I'm doing awesome. You're Happy doing, holidays. You're doing awesome, dude. The holidays. We have one. We have another show before it's even Christmas. Happy holidays. No, not yet. No, no happy holidays. Fuck your holidays. Not till next week do you get to have happy holidays. Yeah, be so PC. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have. A you can't. You can't let me have a happy holidays. No, save it for next week when it's more applicable. I guess if you're gonna say happy holidays, at least do Hanukkah this week and then Christmas next week, and then we can do New Year's the week after that. Again, the umbrella of happy holidays. Yeah, but you're just you're just being lazy and getting it all out of the way now, like weeks in advance. That's not being lazy. Like, shit, I hope I don't forget. Uh, happy holidays, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, that way, I don't got to remember for the next. I know. Episode. I know. Hashtag Hap Grinch, right here. Hap yeah. Humbug. No, I'm not saying don't have a happy holidays. I'm saying don't fucking have it before the holidays even here. Wait till the holidays here, and then you can have a happy holidays. He's one of those people that opens Christmas gifts on like the nineteenth, and then he's like, "I don't understand why everyone makes such a big deal." No, all these no, it's Christmas Eve, Christmas. and I only get one. <laughs> That's the rule. That's the rule. Do you have a Christmas tree, Sly? Nah, we have nah. a Christmas tree, so fuck you, because we're way ahead of you holiday wise. Uh, no, I actually have a Christmas tree. It's like one of those pitiful Charlie Brown looking trees. That is there, is there, is there going to be a small child with a football under it? Probably. Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure that that's that's how this all works. Okay. So anyway, Sly, uh, after the whopper of a show last week, this week's going to be much, much calmer. Yeah. (laughs) Much, much not three hours either. (laughs) I can, I can almost guarantee the show will not be three hours this week. Sly, if you make me sit here for three hours (laughs) without the LBR cast here... I will be upset with you because if they're We've here, done it before. If, Shut up. If they're here, it's understandable. We've done it before that it's three hours. If it's just you and me, we're making up some bullshit to be sitting here for three <laughs> hours. Okay, there you go. Um, so anyway, we wanted to grab a few things that are happening uh, in the game itself, some recent events, as well as some stuff. Uh, that we just want to highlight that's going to be going on here at the end of 2016. It's the end of 2016 already, dude. It's crazy. Happy holidays. It's going to And I can't say shit. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, if only you knew how long I've been planning that. Anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't get to bed at like 3.34 a.m. thinking of that one last night. Anyway. So, uh, first thing, first things first, uh, it feels like it's a little bit later than it's supposed to be this year, but we finally got details about the Starlight Celebration. I, I don't I, know if it feels later. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like, I don't know. I, people have been asking about it for weeks, so I guess maybe, like, almost by extension, I felt like mm-hmm. it was later, just because so many people were asking, where's the details? Where's the details? Where's the details on it? 
And uh, but we have the details finally. And okay, yep. so the big thing about the Starlight Celebration that I'm looking forward to. First of all, it starts Thursday, December fifteenth, and it ends uh, New Year's Eve at uh, seven a.m. So Saturday, December thirty first at seven a.m. So they know you're going to get drunk that night and not remember to finish it. So they're doing you a courtesy and giving it to, ending it the day before. The big question I have here is how does the Starlight Celebration end up stacking up against the Halloween event, which I think most of us can kind of agree was the highest quality event, uh, seasonal event that they've done up till this point? Uh, if it's anything like last year, probably it, it probably won't stack up to the uh, Halloween event. I don't even remember um, what last year's was. I remember the else People making a shit ton of bells and making a lot of money off of fucking bells. See, all I remember, is that the one where he had to go around to the different Christmas trees mm -hmm. in, in the housing districts? And, and and I don't even remember. Like, people had to put up yeah, different I remember trees. The one thing I did remember that it did feature a few of the uh, guildmasters from the crafting guilds. See, I, I think last year's Starlight Celebration, now that I'm remembering it, that's at least somewhat better than most of the other events that we've seen. Like asking mm -hmm. you to go to a housing district and look around and kind of admire the housing districts that nobody fucking actually admires ever was mm -hmm. kind of nice. But in terms of it, I don't know. Like, see, like, no, the Christmas trees, my, my chat's telling me Christmas trees was two years ago. I don't fucking remember. I don't fucking remember. I don't know. St. Valentine's Day was pretty good in terms of actual seasonal events because the whole tarot thing, the St. Valentine's Day and. No, you got a bed out of it. Oh yeah, that's that's totally something I look forward to. Anyway, um, that's that's something that I'm so happy was was the thing. That's great. Anyway, um, I think it has a lot to stand up to because this Halloween event where they actually took Hawk Manor and redecorated it and repurposed it was something that we've kind of wanted from them uh, to actually to see what looks like effort in the event itself as opposed to just making the towns look like they are part of this the holiday that is that is in question and, the, and i don't even think it, it goes beyond effort in terms of the event itself it goes more into i guess dev effort and what we might see in 4.0 with you know repurpose repurposing asset current assets that yeah. we have yeah because that was something that we kind of at we told them hey you could just do just use this thing again and make something else with it like, mm -hmm. we don't care necessarily if we don't go to someplace brand new, if it's offering something that's unique. And the Haunted House was definitely an experience that I felt was a, a good example of that. It also sort mm -hmm. of set the precedent for um, random objectives within an instance and how groups mm -hmm. could work and how well groups sort of adapted and worked together when objectives were random and the difficulty was varying. Uh, it had, for, for a holiday event, the reception was mostly positive um but if i was doing like a dungeon like a daily dungeon i'm curious if the reception would be anything like the same mm. i don't know how do you how do you feel because since we're, we're talking about the halloween event a lot right now how would you feel if we had semi-random objectives like that because we who knows maybe exploratory missions is like that semi-random objectives when we get that in 3.55 they seem to be is it really semi-random though. It's with it's within a constraint. You just don't know which one. Like it's going to be like one of seven. It's not like you're going to get you know find the cookies while running away from your grandfather who forgot to put underwear on in a robe. <laughs> like it's not going to be you that. You really random. have to give that example. I mean, it's only going to hurt you if you've experienced it as a kid. So yeah. 
I'm just saying it's not going to be it's not it's not going to be that random. It was a it, we call that hyperbole. Oh God, sorry. Yeah. He must have had a fucked up childhood. I'm sorry. No, that didn't happen to me. I was just looking for anything. I'm positive. Uh, I'm actually okay with you know standardized objectives within a seasonal event because it's just a seasonal event. I don't like, ever want to use the excuse it's just a se- I, it's just a seasonal event. It's just a seasonal event. In, in all honesty, if it's getting though, me to log into though, the game, if it's getting me to log into the game, it can't just be a seasonal event because you know that shit's Halloween, done in ten minutes. Even though Halloween was an event that you had to do like multiple times to get everything out of it, and yes, it was fun. When I did it the first time, I really only did it one once or twice. I did it for like three hours straight because I was trying to give footage for a video, and I could not get one of the objectives to spawn. I was like, I, I fucking can't get this. I don't know why this one won't. And then finally, I got it. I was so happy. No, I did do the Posen Rangers event, like, repeatedly. <laughs> Posen Rangers, I mean, come on. See, but that's just favoritism. That has nothing to do. Those are both seasonal events. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it, it all depends on the event itself. I, I mean, again, it was fun. Halloween was fun. I thought it was unique. I thought it was a unique take of um, what they did with Hawk Manor. And I, it just really didn't appeal to me like the Posen Rangers did. did. Well, let's let's read the description of the Starlight event. A Starlight celebrant of Ulda seeks to bring merriment and good cheer to the boys and girls of a local children's ward. If you would ensure these hapless younglings have a reason to smile this year, pray, seek her out, and learn what you can do to help. So that's as ambiguous as it gets, because that doesn't tell AKA us. AKA an shit. old man chasing you with cookies. Yeah, there you go. Just put cookies out for Santa and everything will be okay. <laughs> and we're good. Yeah. Uh, and then from that, we get the Starlight Robe. And we get the Starlight Celebration Orchestrian Roll, the Starlight Pillar, the Starlight Wall-Mounted... I guess this is a painting? Yeah, or, I think uh, so. Yeah, it's wall-mounted, so it looks like it's a, a painting or a poster. Mm-hmm. And then the Snowdrift Outdoor Fur... That's going to be fucking hilarious. You're in the, it's like in the middle of fucking summer and you have snow. Yeah, like, there. mist will be so... Snowy. Out of character to me. Why is there snow and mist? This well, if be- there's anything we've learned is that people love minor outdoor furnishings, looking aka the fucking leaves in Aquapolis. We had the leaves drop the other day on like the second floor. Every time those leaves drop, I always think to myself, what kind of adventure opens this fucking treasure chest? There's titanium ingots in it. There's crystals. There's gill. And he goes, dude, there's fucking leaves in here. I'm going to be rich. So it's just I can't ever get any, only in Eorzea. Yeah, only in Eorzea, and the snowdrift is probably going to be very similar, minus the fact that this mm-hmm. one's untradeable. So you're not going to be able to have as much. You're not going to make fucking 400k on fucking leaves. No. Or on this case, on snow. Like I could just stick some in a fucking cooler and just bring it back. It's just I don't know. I don't get the outdoor furnishing hype for these like minor outdoor furnishings like the snow drift and the fucking leaves but uh yes yeah. house, house glam is in game too yeah i guess that's true uh yeah. i just i just hope that it 
follows up after the Halloween event. I don't want to believe that the Halloween event, the quality of the Halloween event, is something that I shouldn't expect from the so other. So do you want to go? You want to go into Snorkloak for this one? I'll go, into, I'll, go, I'll go into Snorkloak if it's um if let let's say the Grinch stole Christmas right and we have and he's in Snowcloak and we have to go take the presents back from him without getting detected. I'm totally down it's, for that. It's Fenrir with a Santa hat. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, and then the very and then Fenrir with a Santa hat. Yeah, I'm down with that. Just I'm down with giving every end game end boss in the entire game a Santa hat. Give Alexander so, a Santa hat. Give Ark Titan. A, give Titan a Santa hat. Give everything a Santa hat, and make it so that I can collect Santa hats from all the instances in the game. I'm good, and then I have to bring Santa hats to the children in order to make them happy. I don't know. Listen, I'm just. I just want a fun event, and if I have, and if I find out that this is a real event, I am. I am done. Did WoW do that? See, WoW did it first. It's like WoW is like the Simpsons in this case. WoW did that. Yeah, Simpsons did it first. Yeah, there you much. go. The Grinch is that scientist guy from the Monk Quest. Yeah, there you go. He hates Christmas. That guy. Or something like something that's not just hey, go fucking do two fetch quests for me and then go fuck off and play a different game because we're waiting on the next content. Craft a bell. Crafting a bell was not very interesting either, but it was no. it, it was interesting. But it made a lot of money. Though. Yeah, I was going to say it was interesting seeing how it dominated the market for a week, for not a week. even a week. And then for Leviathan, you can put a hat on his head and his tail, since it's two different targets. Yeah, there you go. And then and then Garuda would have the actual whole entire Starlight outfit. There you go. Of course, you went straight yeah. to Garuda. I saw and you the, looking up like this, like. Mm. There you go. I saw that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. There we go. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, man, sly. Sometimes I don't know. But anyway, that's this Thursday. Uh, I'll probably log in, get it done in 15 minutes by the sounds of it, and then uh, fuck off, just like the just like they're telling me to. <laughs> in a nutshell. Uh, so don't forget Thursday, December 15th. That's a day after my mother's birthday. My mother's birthday is tomorrow, sly. My birthday is in two weeks. Like we're gonna, like we're gonna have a show on my birthday. Yep. Fuck. Fuck. I think you can't punch me over the internet. Cause I don't want to get punched twenty six times plus one for good luck. I'm not. I'm not down for that. Sure. I'm one hundred percent positive. No, we can get we can get Aloha to do it. Aloha loves me. He doesn't like Mel because she like terrorizes him. He'll be in the middle and she'll just he'll just be chilling. She'll be like, Meow! and he'll be like, and I'm like, Meow! like stop, please. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's the Starlight Celebration. That's the first thing we want to talk about. Cross that one off the list. Off the list. Get it done on Thursday and then don't do it anymore. Second old thing I want to talk about. Sly, so um, how's how's playing Final Fantasy fourteen the past few days been for you? I don't know about everybody, everybody else, but I was able to log on. Yeah. So the funny thing about evenings is that it seems these issues only happened in the middle of the day. Some people, depending on your location, I know people on the West Coast and some people in the Midwest and whatnot had issues with this. There's been some uh, some recent server outages 
for Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fourteen. Now, to yeah, be fair, there were registered DDoS attacks. Like, you know, there were DDoS attacks on multiple companies this last weekend or the last week or so. So uh, more mm-hmm. than just Final Fantasy fourteen as a service has been affected. But it almost felt like every fucking time I wanted to log in to Final Fantasy fourteen and do you the... Could- I went in, I got into the Aquapolis, we'd get to like the fifth floor, and then everyone fucking disconnects. And I was like, God damn it. It took me, like, I don't know if, like, I've heard of people disconnecting. I just knew of people not being able to get on. 90K and then lobby server errors. It was pretty much. But somehow, some way, I was able to get on. And, like, for example, yesterday I get on. And it is like the driest I've ever seen Idleshire. Yeah, usually bustling. Not, not necessarily bustling, but you know, it, it's pretty busy. And I get on, you know, one person by the aether, nobody by the stalls to get like script uh, scripture items or anything like that. Nobody, dude. Everybody was having so many fucking problems. It, it was funny. So I was nineteen out of twenty Aquapoli for mm-hmm. um to get the achievement for the Polis Lord to get to the seventh floor twenty times. And we go in, and on the third floor, somebody disconnects. And they come back on. We finish the third floor. We get to the fourth floor. That mm-hmm. person disconnects, and they don't come back on. We then take that to the fifth floor. Somebody who's dual boxing, two healers, one of their two characters disconnects, but the other one is fine. We get to the sixth floor, and after a lot of red balling and praying for it to work, we get through. We wait on the seventh floor for like 15 minutes, hoping that somebody dis- uh, reconnects. And at this point, we go... If we don't go now, we're probably going to disconnect. So we did it. We got the 7th floor done. Five minutes later, we all 90K'd. It was bad. It was really bad. Like, I've never had... I, like, Aquapolis is hidden mechanic. You could have Argus spawn. It could give you the light mm-hmm. up doors. Goblin treasure hunter. Or you could 90K. And then so that's actually... A, that's a new Aquapolis mechanic it's, now? It's every single time I've gone into the Aquapolis in, like, the last three or four days, it's done that. Where like we get like a few floors up and then everyone starts disconnecting and then the servers start breaking. It's probably it's got to be my fault then, right? Of course it is. It's got to be my fault. It's not. It's not DDoS. It's not DDoS is on level three or on the upstream internet service provider, which is what that's what Square Enix says. Um, ongoing technical difficulties with the upstream internet service provider for the North American data centers. No, it was me doing Aquapolis. That was the problem. God damn. It was because everybody's out to get you. It is. Yeah, they all well, know. No, no, they're out to blame me. They specifically want to blame me for the problems. And listen, as much as as much as it would be funny, it's not me. <laughs> it's not my fault. I promise. I promise as much as I can humanly promise, which is not a lot. Why would I jeopardize my own Aquapolis runs? I want the seventh floor as badly as everyone else does. I think. I, I really wanted you it. Sure? I'm 20, you sure? About that? I'm 20 out of 20 now, man. I'm, and now I just do it for money. Money. And I'm trying to get to 100. Isn't that what most people do it for anyway now? Well, what the? there's no other fucking reason to do it ever. Yeah. I was never like, let me go into the Aquapolis for the content. First day it came out. Dinero. First day it came out, yeah. No Robert, but it's definitely Dinero. That's what I'm talking about. 
That was terrible. That was fantastic. It was fucking terrible. But yeah, like the issue kind of, I guess, worked itself out. Luckily, like right before raid. And <laughs> see, whoever started, it was who did it to me is like, on. let me fuck with Happy and then let me make sure Sly is all right. Yeah. Because apparently, uh, apparently, I could. Nobody else could get on, but I signed on no problems. Hey, Sly, you're able to sign on? How? Fuck if I know. I just got on. Oh, better getting on than getting off, I suppose. But no, no, no. The fucked up part about that. I get fucking. I get fucking circus tower for a mentor roulette with people. You know, with the handful of people who God were actually you. on. With the handful of people who are actually on. Try to queue up for Weeping City. Nothing. Listen. What the fuck is that about? Crystal Tower is the real end game. Okay. That's the truth with some cheese on it. Yeah. Cheeseburger Eddie said so. I promise. I, I did Weeping City today, and it was one of the best Weeping Cities I've ever had. Most of my Weeping Cities in the past few weeks have been fantastic. Fan fucking time. We we killed or we pushed um for Gaul to mm-hmm. the ad phase before he could summon the ads like in the first phase a second time. So I was like, mm-hmm. this is some boss ass DPS we got going right here. Ozma got mm-hmm. fucking annihilated. And then even I think all, I think every single person was alive at the end of uh Califisteri. Califisteri. Which just no. let's be honest, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> No, <laughs> that never happens anymore. At least one or two. No. One or one or two bite the dust. One or two of the fucking alliances, maybe. Because <laughs> people are like, "Whoa, the tank's gonna turn!" Oh, <laughs> that's that's my experience with it. Or people just eat debt charges. Yeah, that's that's the other one. No, nobody yeah. kills bijous. They're they kill the bijous in the wrong fucking order. <laughs> oh my god. Well, uh, hopefully these server outages don't continue. Hopefully they're done because, man, I, I was like, okay, well, you know, I've played most of Final Fantasy 15 at this point. Let me play some Final Fantasy 14. 90K, 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 2002, 5006. I'm just like, well, <laughs> the gods have spoken, and I'm not supposed to play till 3.5, apparently. 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 So uh, the next thing on the list is the Duality album. It, uh, it is finally here. I don't have the physical one yet because for I guess they got caught up in customs, North American customs, so they delayed mm-hmm. it two days. And even still, I don't know that it actually has shipped. They've just let people know that it's like in the process of shipping. But uh, man, this album is uh, is not as good I feel as from Astral to Umbral, or from Umbral to Astral. Which fucking order was it? I don't even know. Astral to Umbral. Was it? Yeah, from Astral to Umbral. Yeah, I I don't like this album as much as from Astral to Umbral. I can kind of agree with you there. Uh, we were talking about it a bit before show, but it, yeah, a lot of the tracks, you know, especially the Alexander tracks, um, well, Locust in general, not 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 a lot of wubs, not yeah, a lot, not enough wubs. So more wubs for the piano. The imagination and heroes are both fantastic. All the pianos are okay, but the imagination and heroes, which are heroes being Thornton's theme are great for the band i don't mind unbreakable revenge twofold imagination those are fine i think unbending steel sounds like shit which is ravana's theme it's when i heard it live it was hype 
It was completely, I mean, that, that was the environment. That's the environment, but it's also the way it comes out of like the live speakers. It was like, I'd rather they had just taken that and put that on an album than go into would the you studio. Rather, okay, would you rather than do a live, live album then? I'd rather they do a live album. Like my, one of my favorite albums of all time is Daft Punk's Alive 2007. It's a live album. And yeah. I just, I get the atmosphere. I feel the atmosphere more. And I feel like the emotion the song is kind of going for. Unbending Steel just felt like some like random YouTuber just like took the lyrics and just did some like fucking something completely different with a guitar and then just said, here's Unbending Steel. I just feel like it was like the way it turned up on du- duality is so much worse than what I heard. And I was in, and I'm in no way looking forward to hearing that one again. Um, Fiend and Heroes are probably the highlights of the two. Sephiroth sounds just as good on the album as it did live. Heroes sounds just as good on the album as it did live. Locus, none of what. So the thing is, Locus is a song that's kind of hard to have high expectations of because it's a very, it's a very electronic song. Of course, but it's, I mean, when I heard it live, I don't know how they could reproduce that electronic sound. I mean, it's possible, but in what the, the version we did get live was good. Yeah. Like, it was hype. It was hype. And again, that's kind of, I guess, 40% due to the environment. Like, we were all just fucking hype about it. Um, and, I'm, and whenever I hear it in game, I fucking get hype. That's the version I actually wish was on duality. Well, the, yeah, the thing is, so th- the most of Locust sounds exactly the same. There's only like yeah. a couple of parts with the guitar that sounds different. I'm actually playing a little bit of it right now on the stream itself. Um, it just, I so I remember having the issue with it and seeing the the complaint about this track on Reddit when the music video released for Locust. Because mm-hmm. they did a music video of like a live recording they did, but they it was still all the audio was like it went through a studio, and everyone was just like, "Man, this is not like I don't really feel like I'm listening to something that I would consider different enough to be like a Primal's song." Like you can clearly tell there's some changes to like you know the guitar riffs and whatnot, but it, mm-hmm. it's too it's almost too similar because of the the vocoder uh vocals and the actual electronic sounds like this Mm -hmm. part right here that's playing that everyone's listening to this part is clearly different but i it's just not it's not a unique track this doesn't compare to the rest of the tracks this doesn't Mm -hmm. sound unique at all i felt so i was kind of disappointed with duality uh at the end of it all and i don't care for oblivion i don't like oblivion the normal version I, to me, it doesn't matter. This is the third version of Oblivion that I've heard. I don't. It just. I'm not a fan of the song. Eh, I was kind of feeling the acoustic version. I was yeah. kind of feeling. Yeah. I'm just. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a fan. So that has nothing to do with whether or not it's a quality song, because it is. He, he just doesn't like Oblivion. I just don't like Oblivion like as yeah. a song so overall i was pretty disappointed i went back and listened to more from astral to umbral as after going through the duality tracks so and i was like these are so much better the primals ones are so much better especially the primal songs like the, the original six even shiva's theme mm-hmm. oblivion just they it they, they sound better 
than these new ones, I feel. They didn't, they didn't take enough liberties with these. Ifrit is an example of one where they took all the liberties, and it's like, I, didn't, I could barely even identify it as Ifrit's theme at first. But I was like, this is fucking sweet. What is this? So I said it was Ifrit. I was like, okay, yeah, I can hear that. But holy shit, I wasn't even thinking about it. This is just straight up. Ugh, that was good. That's, that's, that's good. So, sorry if you haven't gotten duality yet. Now you're like, well, now I'm not as excited for it. Well, put it on the shelf and, and say you call, it's your collector's item. Again, a live album would be, would be great. I Just want a, a live, live album. A live primal set would be amazing. Give me, um, a, yeah, give me that. I want it. Because we're pro- like the fan fest are going to probably get completely different um, Primal's concerts, other than maybe save a few songs. I swear to God, if Japan gets good King Mogamog and we didn't, I'm gonna fucking find you, Soken. I'm gonna find you. And if they get forward and back, I'm gonna fucking find you. Mm-hmm. I'll be really surprised if they get mm-hmm. any tracks other than these tracks. Hell, if they get Rise, I will find you. There's no way they get Rise. Who's going to rap that? Really? You're asking, you're asking that question? Soken's not going to rap that. Koji is sure think? as hell is not going to rap that. Really? Come on. Koji, listen. Come he's on. not pulling that off. You can pull off Titan, but you're not going to pull off Rise. That's way different. Okay. I don't think they'll you, get it. these fan fests were going to get rise. Now, what? I wouldn't be opposed to them bringing in, you know, the actual vo- guy who does the vocals, vocals for it. Yeah. But I, it's not Koji or Soken. They're not going to do. They 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 can't they can't rep the song. They can't re- they can't rep they can't rep those 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 hot rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> they can't do that. They can't do A to the L to the Alexander. They ain't gonna. They ain't gonna rock that. I don't believe. Overall, um, if I had to make a recommendation for Duality, get the iTunes version. Just, just get the iTunes version. It's way cheaper, and you yeah. can just listen to the themes. So you don't gotta worry about customs. Isn't gonna hold up your Duality album on iTunes. Speaking of which, iTunes sucks nowadays, man. <laughs> It's all about the Apple Music now. Yeah, well, they could fucking. I when I eat apples, I don't like listening to music, so they need to stop it. What? Just no, no. Yeah. Damn it. No. Don't damn it. Besides, your mood's gonna be turned around with this next bit of news because this excites me. This really excites me, and everybody should be excited for this if you haven't heard about this. Um, I know a lot of people are, you know, FF9 fans. We got a lot of FF9 fans. Safe to say. Uh, are you are you amenable to FF9? It's not my favorite. I'm not a big Final Fantasy IX fan. Hmm. Well... There was, uh, if anybody played FF9, uh, you'll remember a, uh, a play that you actually took a part of called I Want to Be Your Canary. Yes. Well, I got, a, folks, I got a hundred, I got a hundred nobles. I'm a boss. So, you, so, so you got the moonstone? Oh yeah. Give me that hundred nobles, baby. Yeah. 
so uh, Good Folks at a Stage Reborn, um, which is I'm, I'm, I don't want to call them a troop, uh, uh, in-game troop, but well, just call them a, a free company. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of a free company in um, Diabolos. They will be performing in-game. I want to be your canary. They got a website for it and everything. A stagereborn.com forward slash canary. Uh, and actually, they even went ahead and made a 90-second trailer for the production. And I think some of you will recognize the events of this trailer. So, Sly, uh, what do you say we uh, we show the people? Watch yeah. Well, yeah let's, let's, let's watch it. Let's watch it. That was fantastic. Now that's a how you do a lot of people are excited for this. Now that's now, how you do a trailer, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Now, and here's the thing. I've in game I've had a I've seen events like a fashion show. Never seen anything on this scale. Like the like the level of RP that goes into this is <laughs> amazing. I'm sorry. This is where our like this is a good example of RP done well. Like, dude, that Queen Braun cracks me up every time. Just it's a male <laughs> Rogadin with like pale white face paint, mm -hmm. and then the Steiner is. It's it's just funny. I wonder how they're gonna gonna do the battle sequences. Dude, I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I want like <laughs> that's why I want to go see it. Yes, uh, and again, uh, two showings. There will be two showings on December thirtieth and December thirty first. Uh, let me actually get back to the five p.m. Yeah. PST. Five p.m. PST, eight p.m. Uh, EST. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much room they will have. Since you probably showed this, like a lot of people are probably going to be interested in this. Now, there are rules. They like, oh yeah, something a production like this. There are ob obviously going to be house rules, you know, um, because like usually when you go to a fashion show, you know, people are spamming everything they could possibly spam. 
Don't do that. That's a no-no. Um, like, th this is an in-game production. Act like you're actually going to a theater in real life. Like, RP your ass off like you're in a theater. <laughs> put on your RP hats. Yeah, put on your RP hats. Just act like you got some sense. Uh, uh, Hap, why don't you go over some of the uh, house rules? Um, um, so a few things. One, um, this is going to be live streamed. Uh, Twitch.tv slash A Stage Reborn. And they'll also be they'll be streaming it on Twitch and on YouTube both. So they have uh, a stage reborn YouTube and a stage reborn Twitch. Um, it's the eighth ward plot twenty eight of the lavender beds on the Diablo mm -hmm. server. And if the if the turnout is incredibly high, they may do encore performances immediately following. Because the I want to be Canaries very short, especially because yeah. we only get to see a small portion of it in Final Fantasy mm -hmm. Nine itself. So um, they may do an encore performance at five thirty. PM PST. So if you don't, if you're not there in time for the five o'clock, it might make the five thirty. Um, don't talk in chat, you fuckers. That's rule number one. <laughs> don't talk in chat um, because people are trying to use the chat to you know chat to read to read the actual play, um, yeah. and it's also going to distract the actual people who are putting on the putting on the show. Um, mm -hmm. Hide your weapons. That goes back to Sly's thing. Show some class. Um, consider hiding names so that all of the crowd doesn't, you know, their name, you know, it's one thing to have to look over somebody's shoulder. It's another thing to have to look over the name that's over their shoulder. It's like, yeah. all right, I can just fuck dude, your name, get out of here. Pretty much. Um, do not use abilities. Um, first person, they recommend first person watching, camera. Yeah. They recommend watching it in first person, uh, disable emote broadcast, turn effects on, uh, VIP box for VIP reservations. Um, this, don't, so don't sit. If you're, if you're not in VIP, don't sit on, in VIP. Right. In other words. And a small model priority seating. In other words, Lalafels and female Alraz get the front row. And Rogadins, you're fucking stuck in the back. That's why Queen Braun has the section all the way in the back. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what it is. They're even going to have, like, ushers, and they have a few highlight scenes. Cast members taking bows, Pluto Knight versus Vivi. Um, you have the first battle with King Leo, Marcus, and Cornelia. You have the opening scene fireworks, Marcus and Cena. Uh, and then Queen Braun is going to be there as well. So it's, it's, it's going to be it's a full – it's actors, crew, special effects, ushers – we we need more of this, in my opinion. And an open bar, I hope. <laughs> gotta bring gotta bring the open bar. Gotta bring the open bar. Hell, like, you know, under normal circumstances, you know what I'd wear. I'd wear my golden subscar with pride. I I'll actually get dressed up for the occasion. Yeah, I think that's more of a dress down kind of situation when you when you're only wearing underwear. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be classy about this. I actually really wanna see this. Yeah, I think uh, I might so, go to the December 30th show. Yeah, agreed. That's what I'm thinking, because uh, it's kind of tough to make New Year's Eve. So I don't actually have plans for New Year's Eve, but I'm just saying it might be tough to make New Year's Eve comparatively of mm -hmm. the two days. Um, right. So I don't know. I think this is pretty cool. I think it's nice to highlight things like this that uh, the community is doing. I saw that over on the official forums, there was uh, some dev, not dev replies, but like um, forum replies 
mm-hmm. of uh, you know of the post over there, you know, encouraging it. And it's good because we like to talk about how there's no content and things like that. These are people who don't care. They're making their own content and entertaining everyone else who's paying their sub at the same time and streaming it live on Twitch for anyone who can't be there in game. This is a perfect example of the community moving moving us forward in terms of content and you ever whenever you feel like there's a lull in content and things like this Hope that these guys put on more shows <laughs> exactly exactly but the thing is i don't know how like there has to be a lot of work that goes into this a lot of pro- production value that goes into this this is something that you really just can't do uh within a i would hell within a month span uh i think this would take quite some time so it might be a while before we get something else like this but i i really hope they do another production like this yeah i mean there are some other productions that they could probably do Uh, somebody recommended the opera of six how the fuck are you going to do the opera of six unless wind up wind up ultras and lollipops (laughs) no i mean more along the lines of like how does that translate when there's like would they just play the Final Fantasy VI track, like on the live stream, and then just act it probably, out. like probably that's the, what I'm thinking because they can't play it in game. So like, if you go mm-hmm. to see it in game, nothing's you're just you're reading the chat. That's like the best you're gonna get is reading the chat. So I think I think the the live stream will probably be the best bet if you want if if they're gonna do an accurate uh, you know soundtrack um, behind the play. Then I think the Twitch stream would probably be your best bet. In, in person's good too. I, I'm actually going to see it. I'm actually going to try to see it in person, but they might put a little bit more production behind the actual Twitch stream. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, we, I don't want to put that pressure on them, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. They even recommend that if you're not someone who actually plays final fantasy 14, but you want to see it to make a trial account. I'm surprised that somebody didn't put their like their their uh, their, the referral code. their referral code on the website. Like, listen, man, <laughs> if you're gonna come watch the play and you end up wanting to play the game after, you know what I mean? Just uh, put in that referral code right there. Trust me, it'll be worth it. Trust me, it'll be worth it. Diablos is never closed. Well, let's change that. <laughs> let's change that. We'll change that. Just remember to go to the website, read all the rules. It's uh, a stagereborn.com forward slash canary. And uh, interested to see what else these guys and uh, other members of the community. There's actually some pretty uh, some other interesting stuff happening community side. Like I know there's the extreme makeover or the um, not extreme makeover, extreme. Uh, fuck, what's it called? There is a housing. It's like a it's it's like a, a housing event where they're mm-hmm. like they're the people's houses are being judged. I can't remember what it's called. Let me pull it up real quick. So I have something to refer to. Where is it? E- Eorzea Home Makeover Extreme. I like the Festival of Houses, I think, that we usually have during holidays. Well, let, well let's, let me read the details to you here. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Eorzea Air begins to cool. Our weary adventurers seek to settle to, in their apartments and personal quarters to warm themselves from winter winds. Do you have what it takes to decorate a home worthy of the warrior of light? Put your interior design skills to the test by arranging a room in the theme of winter. And, uh, yeah. There's going to be a scarf of wondrous wit as a reward, an Aramon choker, a Mandragora choker, a bluebird earring, noble barding. And of, from these 50 winners, three will be selected for a grand prize and receive one Taito Moogle lamp in addition to their choice of in-game item. 
<laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and can you uh, put the link to that in chat? Yes, I can. Aorzia Home Makeover Extreme. And then there's all the contest rules and, you know, whatever that I'm not going to read through and all that stuff. But there's a lot of stuff in here. There's a lot of stuff in here. And, uh, and it's, I don't know. It's cool to have those events. These are things I'm never, like, those are the kind of things where you're like, oh, man, I wish I could do that. And it's like, you could, but I'm A, lazy, and B, not creative enough. So, <laughs> so I don't. But I know someone who is. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Who? Who do you think did half my shit? Lex? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, because it wasn't fucking you. You started. <laughs> I did. I did half of it. Yeah, you started, but you started implying that it was like I was like, yeah, I don't know how to do all this shit. It's like, but you know someone who is, and you went like this, and I was like, you don't fucking know shit. What are you talking about? No, <laughs> I, I know nothing. I just want the manliest shit. Yeah, I just put a put a fucking demon wall with indoor plumbing, and then then Ifrit's head on the wall, and meanwhile there's just so you know what i'll do what if i i could pretend to be i could pretend to be like somebody who lives in a cardboard box i could just like put like a tiny like little set of walls and then some leaves there you go and that's that's how i'm staying warm for the winter it's like i'm doing the whole play on like you know i don't have i don't have a place to be this winter right. so i'm all sad it's a sad story behind it man <sighs> yeah well it's well, right now it's too late to get entries because entries were done on December fifth. Who says entries, man? This is my life. God. <laughs> oh, you know what you do? You um, you go outside of a house and you just mm -hmm. you make a chocobo stable. You let it get all shitty, like when you don't clean mm -hmm. it for a while, and then uh -huh. you say, "This is this is my winter home." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you do. <sighs> no, but all in all. No, no, Why not never. I don't think that actually is allowed for the rules because I believe it specifically says it needs to be indoors. Yeah. Uh, so I can't just. Uh, I can't. I mean, just... Who knows? They might make a, um, a contest one day for outdoor furnishings. Yeah. Get outdoors. Yeah, maybe for summer they do the opposite. It's like, oh, in the summer is welcome to the great outdoors. How are you inviting your fellow neighbors to And this? it would be a mist house that wins every fucking time because people love mist. Well, it's mostly the mist. That's because the mist is the best. So it's like Nope. Country living, man. It's all about the country to living. To be fair, I wouldn't want to spend a summer in a goddamn forest, Sly. I'm not Tarzan. I'm a fucking civil Country civil. living. What the fuck country living is that? It's like a Florida swamp. No, it's not. It's crocodiles and everything. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 the beginning of Weeping City. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. My, yeah. Except there's like there's more trees. I'm telling you, man. I would not want to spend a summer in a fucking forest. I've got. I'm. I'm a. I'm a civil human being. Where, so you'd rather spend it in the goblet? No. Okay, then. That's more of like because I'm afraid of heights, though. Right. And I don't, I don't want to just... If you're afraid of heights and there's, like, there's no railings, then you're just it's bad news bears, man. It's very bad news bears. The wood, of, the wood for life. You might want to rephrase that sentence. Anyway. Um, how you so doing? How you doing? All right, so the next thing on our list of news... Oh, yeah, so by the way, go see I Want to Be Your Canary. And best yes. of luck on the show as a stage born. 
Hopefully I'll be attending, if not watching on Twitch, one of them. So yeah. next up on the list, we have Yoshi P's interview with Game Focus. Game this, Focus. This is actually a good interview. It, it kind of opened my eyes to a few things in terms of, uh, one, Yoshi's, Yoshi P's mindset in terms of the game and what he wants to do outside of the game. Yeah, I mean, the, the first part is talking about the MMORP genre and how mm -hmm. they... Uh, Yoshi Are P's, they dead? Yeah, is the genre dead because of how like hard it is? He goes talking about he feels like it's going to be another 10 to 15 years before the MMO genre. Like He feels like the MMO genre is always going to be kind of on the up and down. And I guess that kind mm -hmm. of shows with gaming in general. I mean, if you even just look at... Um, if you even just Hell, look at... MOBAs right now. Yeah, I mean, MOBAs, like Warcraft 3 and whatnot, uh, well, Warcraft 3 and MOBAs, I should say, you know, Dota is a MOBA that was created uh, using Warcraft 3. And, uh, you know, those were really popular in the 90s, but we didn't really have the tools to to do so much with them, so they kind of fell off for a while, then they came back. And then you had, um, you, had you know, all the old games that came out back in the 90s, and we've had a lot of relaunches, and games and ideas that are coming back again like your final fantasy 7 at its peak we have remake again because it was final fantasy 7 then decline then now it's popular again i don't know i feel like that's just the gaming genre as a whole is ideas know. yeah ideas come and go like a big thing since telltale has been you know games that are all narrative and not so much uh, narrative and choice versus gameplay so that's currently at its peak and then that'll probably dip and then come back in like 10 years or something like that uh so i guess but, i can um... understand yeah, but one thing in, in this part of the interview that kind of stuck out to me uh, was that MMOs can't be successful unless they're on a larger scale, which I agree I agree with to a certain extent, but what does that say for smaller MMOs a la Blade and Soul, Arc Age, Black Desert? What does that say about that? Well, what it says is, most importantly, is that the problem with MMOs is the amount of money it takes to create one versus the amount of money it takes to continue to support one. You can create an MMO and that's fine, but eventually everyone who plays an MMO is like, okay, what's the next content that I'm getting? What's the next big thing? That's like, that's like the MMO genre in a whole. What's the next big thing, right? Mm -hmm. And if your MMO isn't super popular, you don't have the funds to develop content for it frequently, then you end up in a place where you know you have this small niche community that loves your game and supports it, and you can continue to support it, but you can't you can't grow it at that point. It's almost like a feast or famine kind of thing. You need a ton of people to support an MMO in order to consistently develop good quality content, you know, not just content, like things that people actually will say, oh hey, I'll resubscribe to play that, or wow, this is so worth my sub right now. But you but you don't have the subs to get there and you can't get the subs without doing some sort of big thing. I mean, we just had Arcage do their, their revelation patch and now everybody's trying to play Arcage again. And so many people said, Oh, I'm never going to fucking play Arcage again. And you know, they mm -hmm. ruined it with this and that, but look at this. As soon as they take the time and say, you know what, here, we're going to do this whole huge new thing. Um, and that drew a bunch of people back. Great. But they're still going to, but, that's the only thing. It's again, it's like this, just like we were describing earlier with MMOs. All MMOs kind of do that trend where it's a wave and, you know. That's and, just... and even uh, in the first part of the interview, he says, like a lot of companies uh, see MMOs as a risk. Uh, thus, they, like, it's hard for a lot of developers to 
put MMOs out there because companies don't want to take that risk. Well, the big risk here is that you're trying to get people. Here's the thing. If you make people, if you make an MMO free to play, okay, you've lowered the barrier for entry, but there's no guarantee that anybody who makes an account is going to actually spend money on your game. You have no way to monetize them. You're just kind of hoping they like what they play and that they decide to spend money. And then you have people who spend a very little money. You have people who spend God knows way more money than they should. And mm -hmm. then uh, that's, that's your income is, is a mix of those people. Then you have the option to put a buy-to-play option where it's like, well, we'd like to get the initial return on investment, and then we can still also sell people in-game items like the free-to-play games. So then people are a little bit put off because they're like, oh, buy-to-play with a cash shop? That's kind of messed up, man. You know. And then you get the Final Fantasy XIV where it's, it's not an in-game cash shop, but they have an optional item store, but it's not only you need to purchase the item, but you need to pay a monthly subscription to be on the game. That's even more daunting for people to get into the genre. And then on top of that, you have these external means of bringing money into the game. And it's just that there's so many different ways to sort of approach MMOs and monetizing them that mm -hmm. uh, they're all risky. They all have such inherent risks. And the more monetization platforms you add, the kind of more hesitant people sometimes become unless you've created a high quality product or a product that is a result of years and years and years of a loyal fan base. And even that's not always enough, a la Elder Scrolls, which ran into issues until they started changing up their monetization platform to better match what their community was actually able to support. You know, there's, sure. and then you also have things like founders packs and, you know, selling inventory space and pets and, you know, it, it gets, it gets super complicated and super difficult to nail down. And then do you take time? Hey, to I would, I would buy the shit out of fucking inventory space right now. All right, we all do would. that. Where are your eight do retainers? That. Do that, please. Where are your eight retainers, Sly? Please do that. Two. Really, really had two. I tried um so then what but you I mean, just said you'd buy more more inventory space period yeah they have inventory space on me they're part of your character <laughs> come on you know you know what i mean no. like inventory space without the use of a retainer uh got your armoire we need more everything. Just try, yeah, yeah, we do need in we need more everything. Yeah. We need more fucking everything is what we need. Well, luckily we're getting more everything come expansion. Right. So then pushing the lid, however much we can actually do, as much as possible was the was the description of how much more inventory space we will be getting. Um so after that he moves on. Um by the way, Yoshi P is turning forty four in two thousand seventeen. Mm. It's uh he looks like he's 70 from what, from what this game has done to his health. <laughs> Dude, I'm always afraid for He goes into that, but that's later on in the interview. Uh, the next um, section talks about Final Fantasy XIV being the MMO for beginners, a.k.a. Uh, Hap Casual. Yeah. What's interesting about this is he, he kind of talks about um, MMOs that are very flashy from the beginning versus MMOs that do slow, gradual build, which he, they say Final mm -hmm. Fantasy fourteen, the first half isn't as exciting. He fly, they flat out right. say they know that, but there's right. a hesitancy to just make all your skills flashy right from the get-go. Like That's what a lot of Korean games do. All your mm -hmm. skills are super flashy and over-the-top right from the get-go to pull you in, but then you're kind of never excited about a new skill at that point. Like It's just more clutter on the screen. 
in a sense. Um, so they, they talk a little bit about that um, and that MMOs really need to keep the next generation of gamers in mind because mm -hmm. you can keep playing to all the old people, all of us vets who always say that they should tailor the game around us kind of thing. And we had a lot yeah. of this discussion last week. But here's the thing. The previous generation will always kind of their lives get busier and busier they get farther and farther away you need to be like okay the next generation so you guys are the next generation it's like it's almost like you know college you know they're like oh yeah you went here oh man that's really cool i can relate to that and then it's like but these people are paying our fucking bills right now the people who are actually going to the fucking school so we're gonna worry about them don't we don't care if you think that you know math 201 should be easier nobody gives a shit you paid us you're out of here fuck off they're paying the bills right now that's kind of like how MMOs, how, he, how he's describing it. Yeah. Always worry about the up-and-coming generation and not the generation that's past kind of deal. But going back to one uh, point within this, uh, developers wonder if it's a good idea to introduce complex skills and systems from the get-go. I think it's a great idea, but the way you present it... it, it not, Man, the, people don't, talk, people people don't, people don't understand this. We've talked about this before. I think the way you present it is the key. Um, thus, you know, what we've been talking about, things like the Hall of Novice and hopefully the Hall of the Intermediate that would uh, be good ways to go about this in learning these complex skills and purists might call it hand-holding. Yeah, it might be, essentially. But is it really hand-holding when you want people to grasp the skills, grasp the mechanics. Back in my then, day, I had to read my skills. Now they tell yeah, me they do. Yeah, we had to read all the fucking tooltips and all that shit. We had yeah. to think about our rotations. Now they yeah. just tell you in the game. Back but in is my it really... day, Twintanya, during the Twintanya fight, the Bahamut had a whole hand. Now he only, now they cut half of his hand off. We only fight her on a finger. <laughs> but is it really hand-holding to want people to grasp these mechanics and want them to play at a mid to high level. That is, is, really that, that, is, that has nothing to do with making the first half of the game flashy. That has nothing to do. Like, it doesn't matter when you introduce the systems because if people don't want to fucking learn it, they're not going to fucking learn it. If you can't, if you try to give them the slow crawl of like, okay, mm. here's the first few. Okay, now here's a few more things. Okay, now everything's starting to come together. All right, now you're complete. And nowhere along the lines they actually pick up any of that information and apply it, then mm. putting it at the beginning is just a quick way for them to just be like, wow, I'm never going to be able to do that. <laughs> Fuck it, let's keep playing. I think that the thing they're talking about more that is, is making the skill, like, what if Stone won, instead of it just being like, it's like, and then Stone 2 is like, and Stone 3 is like, you know, those are all really flashy. I don't think people are really, once you really grasp everything, I don't think people are really interested in Flash more along, more along the lines of, you know, I actually want to do my fucking job. Dude, I don't know. People don't even want to do that. So <laughs> it's kind of rough. It's kind of a rough, kind of a rough scenario we got going here. Um, I mean, I'm okay with the idea of making the beginning of the game a little flashier, even if it's just in like the boss animations, if it's not like what the character is actually capable of with the boss animations. But I've mm -hmm. always liked the idea of starting weak and building up the cool shit later. 
because I have something to look forward to later. I feel, I feel like if I don't AKA have something... Blood of the Dragon, Gear Skogel, all the cool yeah, shit. Blood of the yeah. Dragon, Gear Skogel. Like, those are flashy fucking skills. I like building up to those eventually. Right. I don't like getting those right at the get-go, because then it's like, okay, what's the next one going to look like? Oh, well, I don't like that as much as the last one. I like, it's like, oh! I want to I wanna pog champ every single time I get a new skill, like, after level 45. Because I'm like, oh, these skills are sick! AoE stun? Oh! Yeah, see, and that's the thing, like, people should be concerned about the actual mechanics of the skill, not just how the skill looks. Hell, I'm playing, what am I doing right now? Scholar and um, Summoner right now? Yeah. Bane looks like a fucking fart. Yeah, it's just, but it's just so good. <laughs> it, but it's such a good skill. I love it. I love it. I just got, oh, my, I got my 275 book for my Summoner that I've never played before. Nice. <laughs> that I've never played before. Ever. Hey, hey you, uh, you would have loved our, uh, our group. We've gotten, like, two Monk Fists. Of all of our clears, and nobody fucking plays one. Man, hashtag two monks. Looks like your raid group. Looks like your raid group at least knows what the trailer was about. Anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then they just that's they just talk about Final Fantasy fourteen, how it's an MO for beginners, how they're trying to keep the next generation of gamers and trying mm -hmm. to get them into the genre as opposed to um, strictly appealing. They like they want to appeal to the old school when they can because they they're there and they play the game. But they have to keep in mind that new players want... They, they need the new generation. Because eventually our generation gets tired of the shit. Our lives get busier. So they mm -hmm. need to focus on the next generation whose lives aren't as busy. And get them to fucking play the game. That right. seems to be the idea. Which I get. Because as a business you can't... You know, Final Fantasy XI doesn't do that shit. Final Fantasy XI is like, just here you go. Here's the fucking two bosses a month. Just shut the fuck up. Alright. There you go. Ambuscade. There you go. Uh, you want to fight? We're just gonna give, and they just give everything fancy names. Like, just here. Let me let me see if I have an e yeah. I have an email from them for the most recent thing that they released. Here it is: Final Fantasy Eleven, Omens of the Future. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. It's the same shit they've been doing forever, but they're just they call it something real hype, like Omens of the Future, and then Ambuscade. But they're just like, here's fucking fight fucking five bad guys and go home. So. Is that what the far end of fate will be for us? Yeah, pretty much. The far edge fate, yeah. excuse me. Far yeah. edge of fate. Well, the edge was calling tonight, so I guess yeah. it's only I guess that only makes sense. Um, and then this this is something that I was surprised they just even asked about. They asked him about the female population of Final Yeah, this kinda this kinda surprised me because to me, this is an issue. I feel like right now this is a non-issue because we really don't talk about it. Well, there's no issue here, dude. Girls play games. Why is like for for so long? It's been like I just want equality in games for everybody. Just female gamer. No, they're just a fucking gamer. Like that's it. Like yeah. you don't you don't need. They're just they're equal. Like, and but for this, this it becomes an entire topic within the actual article itself. And they talk about how, like, Final Fantasy XIV is maybe more approachable to female gamers because they have skimpy options, they have non-skimpy options, and things like that. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's common. Yoshi P never cared for equipment that shows too much skin. So, to the clarify... Glamour... Wait, 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 wait. Tom, the glamour market would beg to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
No, so with that actually, what I think with in the actual in the actual translation for that, it's more mm. referring to when a man, a male avatar, and a female avatar have the same exact armor, and one piece, like on the male, is just completely covers his body, and it looks like it's you know a plate armor, and then on the female, it's like a brawn panties, but it's the same exact piece of gear. You know, I think that's what the actual like translation of the real interview was like, like that mm -hmm. different, that different. Like he's not a fan of doing that, right. which makes sense because that never made fucking sense to me anyway. But yeah. I mean, it, it mostly just talks about how you have a choice. Do you want to be skimpy? Do you not want to be skimpy? They try to make sure there's different outfits for everything, cute outfits, right. sexy outfits, things like that. And I guess as a result, female gamers are more accepting of Final Fantasy 14. I don't feel like they, they feel like they just ask him about female gamers in Final Fantasy 14 and they never actually kind of there's no like they're just asking. Like there's no like end goal right. to the question, so there's just a bunch of statements about um about Final Fantasy 14 and the female mm -hmm. players. So um, like this one, you can see underwear by taking off equipment, but after analyzing data, he was able to find that not many of the female players do so on purpose. It's like, no, why it's do you, mostly the, why do you have the male all, players with why female do you, Why do you have that statistic on hand? How is that even a statistic? And again, it's probably mostly the, the male players with female avatars. I just, why do they have that? He like has, that information is like fresh in his mind when this interview is happening. I'm surprised it's not part of the census. Yeah. <laughs> at this point <laughs> might as well put it on the fucking census every year yeah yeah um and then after that he talks about new games he'd like to make he's been talking about this for a while he does not want to work as both producer and director for final fantasy 14 but question if he once he does quit as producer do you think that would, would diminish the product in the future it's possible a lot of people have a lot of confidence in him so they'd be hard-pressed to they, 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 the next person who steps up would like be under such a like a magnifying glass, mm -hmm. like they would, they would just be under so much scrutinization if they did anything wrong. Bring back Yoshi P, blah blah right. blah. Um, but he says, yeah, that I, if only yeah, somebody um, could step up as producer, he would quit in a heartbeat. That kind of tells you how stressed a man is. No, like I, I said, I, seventy no. years old, he's forty-four. <laughs> And he still wants to make games. Yeah, I honestly think uh, if he were to step down, um, it, it would it, it the game would suffer. But I wouldn't say to near 1.0 levels, but it would it would suffer a little bit. I don't uh, know. Sometimes a, a fresh perspective from a fresh perspective from a new producer is not an inherently bad thing. Sometimes it's exactly what you need to redirect your game and and give it the next push that it needs. I, it seems that his issue is there's nobody else as motivated to continue to develop it as him. <laughs> because they know the stress he goes through. They're like, yo, they listen, I thought I wanted to do that shit, but then I saw it, dude. He's he was forty. Mm. He was he was forty when we met him. He's forty four now. He be, he went from being forty years old to being eighty years old in the last four years. He's like he pulled a Britney Spears where she was like a teen pop star when I was growing up, and now she's my age. Like I don't mm -hmm. even I don't even want that. Like that's that's not the life I'm trying to be about right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, but so it looks like he'll be working on the game for a pretty friggin' long time. Uh, he has a lot he still wants to do with Final Fantasy XIV. A lot. 
Hell, he even has four games he wants to do after Final Fantasy fourteen. I wouldn't know what those. I wouldn't know what those four games are. Like what? Yeah, one. Like, I want to know what they are. Two. We probably won't even see a hint of it until about like a decade from now, if even at this if pace. Even. Yeah. Like that's a crazy thing to think. He's got four games. Like that means he. What the fuck does that even mean? He's got four games he wants to work on. Seventeen. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, does that mean like he wants? Is to, it oh, even an FF? Uh, I don't know. Is it like an original? Is it like when you know how like us like sometimes you just come up with ideas for like a video game and you just jot them down? Mm-hmm. Like, is that what he's talking? Like, I, what does that even mean? You know I'm what I so. like? What is he just four games? Does it mean like four games maximum? Does he know exactly what the four games are? What right. the fuck? Uh, well, maybe he'll raise a successor. There is, he says that he would maybe one day raise a successor, but there's no one who would. When he trusts, like, when he wouldn't trust somebody enough to do there's, it. And there's no, but he said there's, there's nobody the worthy. Job. There's nobody worthy enough to be his successor. Yeah. yeah. And then he said his favorite character from Final Fantasy was Sephiroth, and we we're like, well, never mind. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Sephiroth, that's your favorite character. Lol, lol, lol. Final Fantasy VII, so lame. Sorry, I'm just being the internet right now. Yeah. Did I do a good job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty good job. Just, just, just making sure that I accurately represented um, the way the internet replies to that statement. Yeah, just make Yoshi P have a kid, force him to procreate, and then from from birth you raise that kid to be the next Yoshi P. So once he gets out of university, he's taking. He's, he's never even going to go to university. They're just going to they're going to specialize him. They're going to be he's going to he's going to he's going to come out of the womb and they're going to put him into a, like a Moogle like a Moogle bag or something. And then he goes home, he's going to fall asleep to the piano theme for for imagination. <laughs> and then at the age of 2, he'll design his first job and it'll be dancer cuz that's by that by then dancer will probably be out. That far into the future, maybe we'll have Dancer. For now, Probably. hashtag two monks. Two monks. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. Well, hopefully Yoshi P gets to sleep at some point. Because it sounds like he does not at all. <laughs> sounds like he never gets to sleep. Nope. So one final detail that I want to cover before we wrap up this show. Um, so mm-hmm. the digests, the official digests for... The Live Letters 32 and 33 were both released recently, and almost everything is pretty consistent with what we had initially heard from the original ones. But there is there are a few things that were clarified, especially in Part 33, which was the 3.5 preview Part 1. Uh, specifically, I am going to go to Exploratory Missions. Woohoo! Um, let's see... Uh, well, we also have Zloia Leopo is also mentioned here. Uh, players will receive gathering and crafting requests for collectible items from specific NPCs to strive and raise their satisfaction levels. It's plan introducing. This content will eventually be expanded to focus on glamours, and we'd like to have players be judged on their glamour. So for Zloia Leopo, we were wondering what they meant by incorporate glamour. The NPCs are actually going to look at you and be like, who's this fucking scrub over here? What the fuck is that? What, did your mom give you those pants? Would you buy them from Target? Fucking pathetic. Get out of here. 
So we were right all these years when we said Glamour is the true end game. It's it's gonna be the true end game apparently because that's uh, <sighs> that's what that's what this implies, I guess, right here. Imagine an NPC asking you that. Did your mom get you those pants? Did your mom buy you those subligars? You look like, you look like a giant baby. That's part. Right, thank you. Your why? Thank you. Would you like <laughs> to put some lotion on me? <laughs> there you go that's what you say if somebody says you look like a, if 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 the woman says you look like a giant baby go yes i do would you like to put some lotion on me there you go no you gotta you gotta give him the oil like godbert yeah you gotta give him the oil like godbert and just flex it out and then you'll be good to go um now an interesting thing what i originally wanted to get into before noticing this loia leopo part is exploratory emissions so they put a lot of thought into whether we should create a new name. We were wondering why Diadem was still Diadem, right? Because they originally said they wanted to make a new zone, something that wasn't the Diadem. They said that a large cataclysmic event took place making the current Diadem area a thing of the past. The map itself hasn't changed, which is dumb because you just told me there's a cataclysmic event, but there will be areas you can and cannot enter. That's a, a very deep... First of all, that how did you have a large cataclysmic event? That we didn't know about. Unless they're talking about, like, Diadem itself is the result, like, the lore behind Diadem is it only exists because of a previous cataclysmic event, which, considering there's dinosaurs on the islands, is... Are they, are they talking about the change? I don't know. I feel like they're talking about Diadem. Like, Diadem itself was kind of lost in history mm -hmm. kind of deal. That's That's... That's kind of how I. I mean, did we? It. Because did we really ever get this explanation to begin with when we Not first got Diadem? Really. Okay, so it might be explaining Diadem what it is in general. It's just interesting to me that the map hasn't changed. It's just that there are areas you can and cannot enter now. Now, and that's that's one phrase that kind of alludes to the fact that they're talking about a different Diadem. Maybe something happened that we don't know about. And again, how did we not know about this change the entire time? Well, okay, well, no, no, no. There's a reason for that. We, we haven't even paid attention to that. That's how we know about the change. Yeah, they can, they can change gone. it all they want. I'm never going to go there. How the fuck am I Yeah, we haven't gone there. Like, people don't go there. Previous to, 3. 5, previous to 3.5, when the old diadem gets, shuts down, gets shut down, I want to make a diadem party for old time's sake. Right. Just a 72-man diadem party to go in and fuck shit up. Just for just for old times' sake, I want to fucking do that. And I'll use. Oh, I was gonna say I, I'll use the crossover party finder. What womp womp womp? Can't do it. Can't be yep. done. Um. So the previous exploratory missions theme was to have players decide on how they want to enjoy the content. However, this time we set objectives for players to complete and rewards for completion. There are some surprises as well. For example, if you're lucky, you may encounter a boss battle which involves the entire map. These battles will be difficult to complete without four parties working together as a team. So when we heard that initially, we didn't know if they meant a four-player party. This has been clarified. It says a it says four parties. Four parties. Yes. So I I don't I wonder I want to know surprises because it just sounds like almost like short missions equivalent to kind of what you do in a dungeon, in mm -hmm. a sense. And it's just that it's a bunch of short missions like instead of doing a 20 minute dungeon you can do a bunch of five or six minute exploratory missions or something like that 
you know, I, I, I don't, I don't really anticipate what, what, what is going to surprise me? What will fucking surprise me? That's what I want to know. How are they going to actually surprise me with this content? How are they going to surprise you, Sly? There's no real way they possibly could. I mean, a, an enemy that involves the entire map. And the only thing, uh, like, when, when you say that, the only thing that really comes to mind for me is Proto-Ultima. And I don't think they would implement them here. Well, and Odin. And, and Behemoth. Odin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just only the biggest fates that there are, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic because I don't think ultimately Diadem is going to be cautiously. Like, you know what? Yeah, you know my chat says. You know what would surprise me? It's good. That would surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. True. Very true. It's like wow, this is good. They were right. There are a lot of surprises here. Holy shit! I can't. Wow, they actually did something here. Yeah, we'll see what actually ends up working out. They said it's scheduled for at least 3.5x, uh, so we're expecting 3.55, unless they do it like even closer mm -hmm. to the expansion's release to kind of like tide people over. Like, yeah, we'll release it down the line so we can entertain people. Dude, I'm telling you, just make it drop like item level 300 shit. Who gives a fuck at that point? The expansion comes out like two fucking months later, three months we'll later. We'll be ready for the expansion. There you go. Who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. Just make it do all kinds of crazy stuff. Make the rewards just these fucking nutty, crazy things. Like, yeah. that would surprise me as well. There you go. You want to surprise me? Do that. That would excite me. Um, they said they'll tell us more about it in the Patch 3.5 special, Part 2, which is in 10 days... Uh, no, I'm sorry. 11 days and 11 minutes. 11 days and 11 minutes. That's the opening. That's actually the opening ceremony for the second day. Um, it's not the actual time of the live letter, but the actual opening keynote is in 10 days and 11 minutes. Because it's Friday night, thankfully. And I just got paid. <laughs> I had to go there. Ah. Well, all right, Peter. Ah. There you go. Um, yeah, so that's the last little thing we'll cover. We'll also talk about it next week. For those who are looking forward to watching the Japanese, uh, the Japanese Fan Fest... Someone said in sync. Is that in sync? Didn't somebody do that before in sync? Isn't that originally not an in sync track? Yeah, it was like '92. Yeah, it's like way before in sync that that track. Like that track was not. Now we know you had to have listened to in sync to know that they redid that song. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> stop it. Anyway, um, so they gave us the details on how to purchase the the live stream. So there is an English live stream. Just to be clear with everyone. But there's a catch. So first of all, it's, catch. you can buy it on Nico Nico or you can buy it on Kling. As much as Kling doesn't give me... I'm not excited to buy it on Kling. I'm a million times more excited to watch it on Kling than I am on Nico Nico. Fuck Why? that. Nico Nico sucks if you don't live in Japan. Like 90% of the payment methods are Japan only. And the few that do mm -hmm. work barely fucking work because they can tell your card isn't from Japan. So... Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I know I had um, the last time there was a uh, Japanese fan fest and I tried to uh, buy the uh, Nico Nico stream. It was it was fucking awful. <laughs> I love the look it on is. your face. No, 
I wouldn't want to go through that again. I, I mean, the stream itself was okay, but the process of getting that stream, um, yeah. And if you weren't no. Nico Nico Premium and you had all the messages flying across the fucking screen. Yeah, exactly. All the fucking time. Like, like you can't really have a dedicated chat box. You just have to go have that shit go across your screen. They had really? both. They had both. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, so the English live stream, here's the catch. All of the show events are in Japanese. All mm -hmm. of them. The only difference is that with the English live stream, between stage events, they do an English recap of everything that they just went over. Um, so that that's every single panel, by the way. Opening keynote, immediately following, has an hour before the Ultima quiz. Then after the Ultima quiz, they have some time. Oh, the letter from the producer live is the same night as the fucking opening keynote. Because isn't it um, just one... No, no it's... It's two days. It's two days, okay. But it's opening keynote, 5.30 p.m. PST, and letter from the producer live at 9 p.m. PST, the same fucking eve, the same fucking night, instead of doing it across two nights. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Well, it's a lot of hype in one night. And Marco, by the way, is going to be at FanFest, so he's not translating. So Sorry. Just to be clear. Let the man enjoy FanFest. Yeah, let the man. I mean, he's, 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 he's still, there. He's so still there on business, but. Yeah. You know. He's translated so much for us that he has to actually get to enjoy it. God, well, what the fuck, dude? We got to do two different shows on that. We can't have a fucking show on Tuesday about both the opening keynote and the letter. We're fucked. Do we want to pull a? I'm not doing this on Tuesday again. And do it on and do one on Saturday, one on Tuesday. <laughs> that wouldn't even be a don't do. Oh, you mean that week? Like in, so, mm -hmm. like instead of doing the show next Tuesday, the twentieth, mm -hmm. we do it on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's, that's kind of fucked, man. That's kind of fucked. I mean, I mean okay, wait, seriously, seriously, like everybody in chat, even though you're with your families and whatnot, would you actually show up to a Christmas Eve stay in the room? I don't know, man. We no. did the we did the With opening keynote. We did the opening keynote in the letter from the producer live after the North America Fan Fest. Right. We covered all of the fan festival. It was a pain in the it, fucking ass, but we did it. Yeah. I don't know. I think we might be okay to just do it all on a Tuesday. Okay. I think I think we'll be okay. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. People said they would show up. The piano concert is on the first day, by the way, and the primal <laughs> only, concert is on the second day. Only if we wear Santa hats. So We have to wear Santa hats. One interesting panel that I might try to catch on the 24th <clears throat> is the dev panel. It is literally just called December 24th, 8.30 p.m. PST dev panel. We had a dead panel. Yeah, but that was a really good panel. So I kind of want to catch this one, or at least the yeah. description of it the uh, the day after. I'll tell you what. Is, I, this where we, is this where we found out that Ozma Savage is real? It's, it's going to be a thing? Is this, where we, is this where they confirm it again? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, this is they what, show this more is, mechanics? Yeah, we show even more <laughs> that they've done. Um, yeah, so... That's at least there is going to be an English recap. Luckily, they use enough slides with English on them nowadays, so I'm kind of excited that 
I may not need the English immediately after. And besides, if I'm streaming live on Twitch, by the way, you can't restream this shit, by the way, guys. They will yeah. kick your fucking ass legally if you try to. Um, so, like, even if, I don't know, even if Sly or myself were to stream at the same time, there can't be a multi-Twitch. We can't restream it. We would just be sitting there reacting, basically, which I'm not opposed to doing. I just play some music, go to gaming talk shows, and have a fucking ball. But, uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good show. I can't wait for them to confirm hashtag two monks. <laughs> yeah. Don't give me that. <laughs> Don't give me that, Sly. Uh, I, just want, I just want my um, belly dancer outfit. That's all I want. Anyway, on that oh, note, I uh, still haven't heard, still not hearing about that fucking app that's supposed to come out around 3.5. Hopefully, we get some information about that. At this point, ten days and and uh, and four minutes, ten days and four minutes till the opening keynote. What? What do you know in your head at me for? No, no, I, like when when you keep telling me when you uh, first told me the time, I'm assuming that you were looking at like a a Reddit timer. No, you had this shit on your phone. No, I can fucking math, dude. It's December thirteenth. The stream is on the twenty third. It's five twenty seven p.m. PST. It starts at five thirty. I'm just fucking mathing, dude. Just fucking math with me, bro. Math with you. Yeah, math with me. Do math. Math with me. There you go. Done. I no. did. It's too late. It's been done. No. It's too late. All right. On that note, everybody, though, I think we are going to wrap up the show today. It's a good show. I had fun. I want to see. Uh, I want to be your. I uh, want to be your canary. Yeah. I want to see it. That's what. Go I see it. Say. Yep. If you're able to make it on Diablos, go see it. Do that. Yeah. Do that shit. You can make it onto Diablos. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about make it to the show because we if don't you, know if you can't then just fucking watch, watch it on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I still don't know what their accommodations will be like. Again, I'm talking like this is an actual theater, but this is it's a production and I'm I'm excited for this. They got ushers, they got people to see through your fucking suits. I wonder if they'll have a concession stand outside. If there's no open bar, then they don't does the concessions. I'm I don't need them. Okay. There you go. On that note, everybody, we're going to call it a show for the week. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Sly, why don't you tell me they can find you at my man? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me on Facebook at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Behemoth Plot 14, Word 5. Uh, but I won't be there tonight since I'm going to try to do some in-game 15 stuff. What kind of in-game 15 stuff? Uh, dungeons, a little bit of fish and chill, uh, a little bit of grind work because I, I finished the I finished the game at like fifty something. So if I'm gonna be doing in-game stuff, I need to exploit a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. There's uh, there's other power leveling methods. There's uh, there's a a hunt you can do with the ring of the with the ring. The ring of the Lucia. Yeah. Uh, and you know, all you all you do is you just kill the seven mobs over and over, and you just keep reaccepting the hunt. I know which one you're talking about. There are a lot of hunts you could do that. Uh, well, no, not a lot, there's but... one of them that's better than the rest, though. Okay, so you you don't do the Yojimbo, do you? Nope. Nah. Nope. 
And I am your other host, which I, I speaking of 15, this is my fucking background for it right now. Uh, you can find me, Mr. Happy1227, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those are the five things that I usually say. And uh, my life is empty now waiting for Final Fantasy XV DLC and Kingdom Hearts 2.8 and Patch 3.5 and, and uh, Zodiac Age. Oh, and Kupokan. Oh, and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. No Neil? No Neil? Yeah, well, that's after that. That's true. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but anyway, guys, we're going to go move over into a post-show. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. We will see you next week for Stay the Realm, number 95. See you next week. I'll see you. That's how I say bye to Sly every day.